Let's get it. Welcome to the Hampton Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Hampton. This is my co-host, Cooper Neal. What's up, what's up, Coop? How you doing, my guy? As always, surviving and thriving. How are you? I'm good, man. It's been a long weekend, but we got so very much to get into today, including Dame's incredible 71-point game and why I think this performance is exactly why he should leave Portland. But first, the Lakers had the biggest comeback of the season, as you and everyone well knows. I can't wait to give my thoughts. I have so, so many stats, so many thoughts on this one. I thought about texting you yesterday. I was like, you know what, bro? I'm going to save it for the show because I know how much you love L.A. But give me your thoughts while I get chat up on screen, bro. So this is no longer the Hampton Sports Podcast, and we don't have – we're not Grizz fans anymore. Um, (laughs) We're we're officially changing our name to Laker Talk because that apparently seems to be all that Jack loves to talk about. Um, I I did not watch this game. uh, Oh, I I know you didn't. But I did see what happened, and obviously I was massively disappointed in the Dallas Mavericks. Um, You would have been – you would have been – a whole lot of oh, I, I would have around. loved to have seen them got a 20-point dub over the Lakers, um, especially seeing as your favorite player in the NBA, LeBron James, is going to be out against my favorite player in John Morant. Um, he's he's not playing. You know, yeah, I kind of yeah, called but, that at the All-Star break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. We'll get into that. LeBron did injure his right foot. He's not going to be playing. But uh, let's start talking about the Sunday's game, then we'll get into Tuesday's game. Why don't we? None of this, none of this is directed at you. It's just directed <laughs> out in the air. Teams were 0-138 and when trailing by 27 or more. This is the largest Lakers comeback since 2002. This is the lo- largest comeback of LeBron's career. And, you know, Coop, I've said like the last couple weeks, I think that the Dallas Mavericks are not going to stay at the sixth seed, right? I've said yep. that, and I've listed two teams that will overtake them. And those teams were the Timberwolves and the Warriors. I'm going to take the Timberwolves out of that conversation because I'm just unsure about Carl Anthony Towns yeah. right now. I'm going to insert L.A. into that. I think L.A. or Golden State could overtake Dallas at that sixth seed. They're just two and a half games back from that seed, and they literally just beat the team that was there to get a leg up on them. Let's say they get that sixth seed. Mm-hmm. You and I can agree that Sacramento is probably going to be the three seed. They're playing incredible basketball right now. Winners of four in a row, I believe. Yep, one game behind us. Yes, Three six series, it's either going to be Sacramento and L.A. or Memphis and L.A. And let's say L.A. gets past Sacramento. They got Memphis in the second round. I just think it could be an interesting playoff if the Lakers can make it there. And I want to show some love to Jared Vanderbilt, bro. Mm-hmm. He had 17 awesome. rebounds in this no, he's, one. He's, he's been great. the difference maker, and it was Malik Beasley the game before. Rob Palenka has pieced together an actual competent roster, and Vanderbilt locked down Luka in this one as well. Yeah. That was an underrated thing about him. And when it comes to Dallas, bro, 1-3 now with Kyrie Irving. I heard after this season, Kyrie's already booked his flight to L.A. That's all I got to say about this one. You heard that, or you want that? No, I just, you know, it's just hearsay. From who? You? Yeah. Okay. One in three. I got that out of the way. Um. (laughs) Go ahead, bro. That's all I got to say. The Lakers, I I mean, it was amazing. I don't even know what to say after that. I was just Um, sitting there. I was just sitting there happy as well. No, all right. I'll start with this. I've said it probably 100 times now. Go ahead. I still don't understand how they got all of the solid basketball players that they got exactly, for what they gave up. Bro. We saw you this gave roster. Up Russell, sorry. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook and a pick. And you got Jared Vanderbilt, uh, D'Angelo Russell, and Malik Beasley. Obviously, I understand y'all are all going to sit there, but that's how the contracts worked and everything. No, 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 no. 
you throw in a Davis Bertans into a trade like this if you're giving up Russ Westbrook. Like it's yes, not exactly. quality NBA players you get to throw in as to make the money work. That's not typically what happens. Mm-hmm. But that's exactly what happened here. And then you find a way to get Mobamba, who's played some valuable minutes for them, for Patrick Beverly. Exactly. And Rui Hachimura before that yes, is like, still coming off the bench playing solid minutes. They We we talked about this with the Mike Conley going to help. Rudy Gobert fixed that situation a exactly. little bit, and we 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 talked about the not compounding your mistakes and making them worse. Exactly, they literally said, "Look, we made this mistake trading for Russell Westbrook. We gave up a lot of depth for it. We're going to totally fix that and get quality NBA depth, quality playoff depth." I I say that all the time too, and what I mean by that is guys that you can actually trust in a playoff series. Yeah. You can trust Jerry Vanderbilt. Malik Beasley play has played a lot of minutes, and he's a heater off the bench. And, yes, it's not every game, but in that one game you need it, yep. he's there. Two games and ago. D'Angelo Russell, obviously verdict's still out on him as if he's a winner or not, but he's played in playoffs before. Yep. Like, they got guys that you can trust to help you win. I don't think they're going to be the sixth seed. I, if you had to if you had to put, put me to the ground and say you have to pick one right now, Warriors or Lakers, to take that sixth seed from Dallas, I'd go Warriors. I would, too. I would too. But we'll see. You and, out. you and I agree on that one. If I had to choose a number, I think it's going to be seven or eight. But I'm just saying the Lakers are in that conversation now because two and a half games is crazy, bro. Oh, that yeah. is absolutely no, nothing. Wild. And what you said in those three players, I am so glad if I'm a Lakers fan, I'm so glad that Kyrie trade did not happen. Oh, yeah. I think they are better for it yeah. now with the roster surrounding LeBron James and Anthony Davis. This low-key reminds me of the 2020 championship run. I don't think this team can make a run like that. That league is just too deep right now. But they had guys like KCP. They had guys like Kyle Kuzma and solid role players in a rotation. Now they have that in the three players you just named. Yeah, it's – they're definitely – they definitely turned a roster that was nowhere near a playoff team. Yeah. Actually, let me back up. They turned a roster that was nowhere near a play-in team into a playoff roster. That's exactly like, right. Obviously, I'm not saying they make the playoffs outright. I do think they might have to fight their way through the play-in. But at the end of the day, if you're picking a one-off and you're looking across the way and the team has LeBron, da- LeBron James, Anthony Davis – I think you're probably picking that team. I'm not even going to have to name the other players. I no, think you're picking that's that exactly team right. in a one-off. And if I'm looking at the NBA standings like directly above them, it's really favorable for the Lakers because at that – at that 11 seed is the Trailblazers, and it took 71 points from Dame Lillard. We're going to get into that later in yep. the pod. But Pelicans, they're absolutely free-falling right now with Zion Williamson out. Who knows when he's going to come back? Timberwolves, a team I just talked about. Cat, how is that going to fit? Who knows? The Utah Jazz have punted their season. They're going to fall out. That's three teams that are automatically going to probably fall below the yep. Lakers. That puts them automatically the eight seed. And the seven seeds, the Golden State Warriors. That's the other team I'm worried about. I think Dallas at number six right now will fall into one of those seven or eight positions. So it's looking really favorable for LA. Let's talk about the Dallas Mavericks now and this yep. colossal collapse for them because Jason Kidd had a lot to say after the game. Um, he basically told his team to grow up. He called out their maturity after the game. He goes, "I'm not the savior here. I'm not playing. I'm watching. I'm watching just like you guys. As a team, we've got to mature. We've got to grow up. If we want to win a championship, there's no young team that's ever done that mentally or physically. And I think him telling them to grow up is hilarious because four out of their five players that they start are 30 and older. And this is not a young team. It's a Mark Cuban dumbass trade of why they're in the position they are right now. As I said, one in three with Kyrie and Luka and Jason Kidd didn't specifically call out Luka in this press conference, but he said that the Mavs were affected by disagreements with the officials. 
Oh. So call it out, Luca. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, the we've said it ever since they made that trade. We're going to have to see it on court, and we're seeing it on court. And not only are they quite possibly going to go down in history as the worst defensive team of all time, um, <laughs> they're going to yes. single-handedly put their team away. Like, yeah. they're vomiting all over themselves. Yeah. They were better before this yeah. trade. and they weren't good before the trade. No, they were not. Like, and so you got worse in – you did it on your own. Like exactly. this is not like if you're training for a superstar, Kevin Durant would have fit this team better than Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Like if you're, if Luca begged for a superstar, you don't go for the guy that's a ball handler, yeah. a, and you don't go for the guy that can't play defense. Mm-hmm. And he like he's literally a liability more often than he's not. Yeah. Like they made the wrong, they picked the wrong guy is the problem. And I made I made the joke about Kyrie booking his flight out to L.A. Right. Yep. I, I made that joke, but seriously. They made and traded all of the assets and players they did with with Kyrie walking in as an unrestricted free agent as soon as the season ends. Yeah. Kyrie got his shit swatted into the eighth row by LeBron last night. I saw that. And he still did his Cavs handshake with LeBron after the game and hugging and lovey-dovey. Kyrie Irving will not be a Dallas Maverick next year. I'd agree. And losing is the reason why. I'd agree. I'm glad It's we, his fault, though. Yeah, it is. I blame him wholeheartedly. You're, I agree. You want to talk about Damian Lillard now, bro? I know, and I keep I, like I know y'all see, see me over here like with my head like in my phone. I keep trying to find this stat that was posted this morning. I took a picture of one, but not the other. There it is. Bam. You want to shout out your girlfriend real quick? Why you don't have a computer that's functional? Shout out Leah. I love her. I do love you, Leah. I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Yeah, it, it's hilarious. I got a surprise for someone who's going to be there with us tomorrow. By the way, oh. I won't tell you. You have to wait until they is come. Be- hmm? I hope. I hope he's there. Well, who's a surprise for? You gotta wait. Why can't Why can't you tell me, Chad? I want y'all to explain to Jack what a surprise is in the chat for. Uh, Thank you. Must be for me then. Uh, (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) It is a man. Okay, go ahead and say that. So you (laughs) go ahead and make your winky eyes. (laughs) No, okay. Who's the man then? There's only three men there. Those of you don't know, we play trivia every Tuesday night. So I'm trying to figure this out. Trying to get to the bottom of it. He's a sharpshooter. That's all I'll say. Uh, oh, Connor gonna be there. Yeah, Connor might be there. Oh, okay. Anywho, Damian guest Lillard. appearance. I should guest say. appearance. I, know. I love it. Uh, Damian Lillard, career best seventy one points, thirteen three pointers. Yeah, he's insane. All right, so I saw a stat earlier that said Damian Lillard has the league leading forty point games this year with tw- or this season with twelve, and eight of them are in the last twelve games. Insanity. And I posted. I texted you earlier. I said, "I can't wait till we talk about Dame's MVP run." Interesting. Damian Lillard. I'm just gonna tell. You, I'm not even gonna. Actually, we have time. I'm gonna do the other stats too. So, in a shout out NBA on ESPN uh, on uh, Instagram. But his last games, starting from San Antonio a few weeks ago, 42 and 12 assists. Then to Utah, 60.7 rebounds, eight assists, 30 points uh, against Toronto, 42 and six against Atlanta. 42, 8, and 10 against our Grizzlies at our Grizzlies at Washington, 29.6 assists at Chicago, 40 points, five rebounds, five assists versus Milwaukee, 28 points, four rebounds, five assists against Golden State, a triple double, 33 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists against the Oklahoma City Thunder, 38 points, nine assists against the Lakers, your Lakers, 40 points, six rebounds, five assists against the Washington, (laughs) against the Washington Wizards. 
39 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists, and then last night against the Houston Rockets, 71 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists. Look, man, I can't argue those are MVP numbers, but I look at the MVP conversation right now. Nikola Jokic atop the Western Conference. Joel Embiid, I think they've won like 21 of their last 28 games. They're at third in their conference. Giannis Antetokounmpo, first in the East. That's the only difference. Damian Lillard, and this is a perfect bridge. I'm so glad you read all of that out because those are MVP-like numbers I've oh, yeah. ever seen. I mean, he's on a tear, an absolute offensive tear Exactly. Right but his team is not good enough, yeah. which is why the name of this episode is, is Dame, Dame Should Leave Portland. You and I are not like this. I have an effing John Morant sweatshirt on. We are small market guys. Yeah. But if the Grizzlies made a trade, to trade away a guy like Josh Hart, who's propelled the Knicks into what they are. They trade away Josh Hart to get guys like Kevin Knox, Cam Reddish, who cannot play. I'm sorry. <laughs> People need to forget about Cam Reddish. The only highlight he was in was when he passed it to Dam at the end of the half to get 41 in the first half. Exactly. <laughs> That's the only thing I heard Cam Reddish's name. Yeah, and another project they bring in is Matisse Thibel. It took 71 points and let me just say, this game was within 10. Oh, I know. This, this, against the Rockets. Against the Rockets. Rockets. This game was within 10 against the Rockets. I'm not a hater. Blazers fans do not hate me. But they have not properly built around Dame. Now, I will, you know, in this conversation, my Dame's not leaving. He's no. not leaving. He's, he's, he's too, too loyal to the soil. He's too dug in, and he's too loyal to that bag, too. That, oh, that extension they gave 61 him. $61 million? Exactly. Yeah. Well-deserved. Well-deserved, but that is my case for Dame leaving. I'll be honest. If Dame, if the Portland Trailblazers couldn't have playoff success with the team that was constructed, and you're going to make fun of me how far I'm about to go back with this. Love it. When LaMarcus Aldridge was their center. LA. If they couldn't win with him, what expects you to think you can? Yeah. You've gotten worse at that position. I I think Yusuf Nurkic is a worse version of Lamarcus. Lamarcus Aldridge in his Portland days was lethal. He was busting. Um, and then you also had a young Dame, a young CJ McCollum, a young Nicholas Batum. Like you had a team, and you saw the blueprint of why Dame and CJ did not work. It was two smaller backcourt guards who cannot who are defend. Offensive minded, yeah, who cannot defend. And, and CJ's even, a little bit better than Anthony Simons in that category. Exactly, and you bring Anthony Simons in like. That's not going to work either, bro, especially with a lug like you're funneling it all to use of Nurkic, throw him in a pick and roll, it's yikes. I, when, I'll be honest. When they extended Anthony Simons last year, yes. I fully thought, I was like, they're going to trade Dame this all season. Yep. I was like, they, I think they finally understood, we can't do it, we're just going to let Anthony Simons be the Dame replacement, we already have him here, let's mm-hmm. keep him here, Right. let's move on. And then we get into the offseason, and around the time that John Morant was getting extended, Zion was getting extended, all those guys, we see Damian Lillard's been extended for like $150 million Yeah, and we saw years. the number. We're like, what the We're hell? like, what? They have money to do that? Yeah, like, coming I mean, off an abdominal strain, too. And then you're sitting here in this limbo. You're like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, And then I thought getting Jeremy Grant was a good move. I thought getting Josh Hart was a good move. I thought getting Gary Payton was a good move. I'm sitting there. I'm like, you're making decent moves that'll work with him. And then all of the pieces that you had that would work with him, you got rid of. Yeah, for guys that and, you just named. And they panicked. Why sign Gary Payton and then let him only play a couple months and trade Hurt, him away for nothing? Yeah, for nothing. You, you saw Kevin five Knox games of him. Yeah, you got Kevin Knox for and that. five second round picks. So exactly. Like, it I mean, just it doesn't make any sense what Portland's doing right now. Hopefully they can do something in the draft. But their ceiling for me is an eight seed in the playoff. I don't even think they get that. I really don't think they get that because eight, so, yeah. it's going to come down to the seven and eight is going to come down to Dallas, L.A., and Golden State. I think those are the three final teams to make the playoffs. Yeah. What's, this, what's Minnesota the, will be lucky. That is a team. I put Minnesota above Portland. 
Really? Yes, I think I, mean, I, I, I think Minnesota's more of a you know play-in contender, if you want to call it, than, uh, than the Trailblazers. I will give Dame some love, just some stats from last night, bro, because we, we have oh, to talk about insane. it. Franchise and career high, 71. 13 threes, as I said. He became the eighth different player to score 70 points in NBA history. At age 32, he's the oldest player in NBA history with a 70-point game. And he's the only player age 30 or older to accomplish that. So, I mean, I mean, Dame, it was a historic night, bro. Yeah, and also, I'm pulling up the stats right now, but he does it efficiently. Yes. Like, we were talking the other night, he had, what was it, like 50 going into the fourth? Yeah. And he only missed, like, four shots? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's almost impossible. Like, statistically, that's almost impossible it's, to do what he's doing right now. Like, take advantage of the offensive firepower because at the end of the day, Damian Lillard might not have the playoff success, might not have the championship rings, but he will go down in history as one of the greatest scoring point guards of all time. Yes. Like, him and Steph are going to be right there for best scoring point guards. And it's from anywhere, bro. He'll he'll shoot it from 40 oh. feet. He'll get a floater. He'll dunk on somebody like we did last yes. night. He cranked back the clock, literally. it was He looked time. awesome. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. He, he left the game with 44 seconds left, and the crazy thing is, like, Donovan Mitchell did it, but... Dame did it in regulation, right? And not only in regulation, he went like half of the third quarter without even scoring. Yeah. He had 41 points at half, half, 50 entering the fourth quarter, and 21 of, of them came in the fourth. And this wasn't like a down-to-the-wire, but it was still kind of nip-tuck getting LOL. late. Um, he hit more threes by himself than the entire Rockets team did, by the way. Yeah, he outscored the entire Rockets starting five as well. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Bro, Jabari Smith is bad. Yep, he Dang, is. Dang, dog. I put my life out on the line. Saying we both did, bro. Ty Ty Washington was bad. I'm glad the Grizzlies didn't take him. Yeah, Ty Ty's not good. He could been, not guard him either. Ty Ty's not been good. Sunday was also Lillard's fifth career 60-point game, breaking a tie for third most in NBA history. Only Wilt Chamberlain and Kobe Bryant have more 60 balls than Dame. Dang. Lillard has 15 games with 50 or more points, sixth most in NBA Brother, I'm also starting Drew Eubanks right now. Do you know how tragic that is? Yikes. Drew Eubanks is like 24 years old and already on his like fifth team. Yeah, shit's. I don't even know half of these names. Oh, that's Keon Johnson. That's the Tennessee boy, isn't it? Shout out Keon. Keon. I guess that's the shooting guard with K Johnson. Yeah, I guess. Shout out Keon. Nas Little played I. Why is Nas Little not starting over Cam Reddish? By the, way, found out. by the way, uh, Dame got drug tested this morning. Uh, no, he got drug tested after the game, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he literally goes, I had to pee in a cup yesterday, and then they drew blood. He goes, and the NBA knows I hate needles. <laughs> he was like, I hate that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like, and they drug tested me right after the game. He goes, that's the first time I've ever done that. He goes, that's wild. That's exactly. He said, I know I've got a lot, lot of tattoos, but when you're doing a blood draw, it's different from tattoos. It brought me down from here to the floor, and he was... <laughs> Motioning down to the floor, which is crazy. He's so funny. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell did have something to say about it. He said his mom called him and <laughs> said so that you got to get 72 now, which is yeah. hilarious. But I do like what you said. Like, Donovan Mitchell, while scoring 71, it's hard in itself. He did do it in overtime with an overtime attached to it. Even yeah. though I think he had, what, 56 going into that overtime? Yeah. And then he just went nuclear in overtime in the five minutes. So, like, exactly. this is still insane. It's but, still insane. Yeah. Damian Lillard doing this in less than 40 minutes bro played 39 minutes and had 71 points it's insanity he's an animal I wish they would have left him in for that 44 seconds I I wasn't watching the game yeah I just wanted him to get like 72 just to like so it's not in the same breath as Don because I love Don but like scoring the same it kind of lessens both of those performances now you know it's not a unique number for both of them you think it's gonna you think 71 is gonna be the season 
record in game? I said because I was making a short about it today, and I saw a comment on Reddit where I just completely copied it and put it as my last line in the short. And I, it, it said like Kobe's eighty-one with all these scoring shit that's going on right now. I think it'll be eclipsed, and Wilt's one hundred starting to seem like it's not like it's doable. Yeah, like it's not untouchable. You know. It could happen. Yeah, I don't know who would do it, though. I feel like it's one of those games that's going to have to take three hours because you're going to the free throw line like 25, that's true. 30 times. But if we're making tiers of all-stars, right? Like, Damian Lillard and Donovan Mitchell are not as great as they are. They're not in the top, top oh, tier no. as all I could see a guy like Kevin Durant, like Giannis. Giannis. Yeah. It, because there's so many more possessions now and offensive reboundings and everything that go into it, I think. And 81 and 100 will be broken within the next two years. I don't know about 181, I think, for sure. I, I like that. I can get down with that. Oh, good. I'm glad we agree. Uh, you want to talk about anything else about Dame or the Lakers and the Mavs? No. Uh, you want to move off basketball or we want to? Oh, you want to talk? What do you want to talk about, bro? You're going to make fun of me for bringing this up. I'm we not... just got, in the same breath as who we were just talking about, but. We were talking about the Hornets last week. Okay. How disappointing we were. Oh, bro, I do want to talk about because I sat down Friday night. I was doing nothing, bro. I you sent see you what La- he's done. That's it. Did I send you Lamelo's stat line Friday uh-uh. night? Okay, I thought about screenshot and send it to you. But the Hornets Friday night they had a back to back this weekend, Friday and Saturday. They went to Minnesota and won. Yep. Lamelo had like a I think thirty ten and eight. Saturday night, um, Mark Williams had twenty boards, bro. Yes. And that's who I want to talk. They about. finally moved Mason Plumley, man. Well, they moved him at the trade deadline because Mark Williams had started. Exactly like in 15 right. minutes, he was playing like And you have incredible. to force Steve Clifford yes, to throw Mark Williams. Yes, you have to Williams. force him to do yeah. it. And I was wanting to talk about this because he won on a putback dunk. Like he got yeah. his 20th uh, rebound and then they scored. Mm-hmm. And that's how they won the game. I think it was against the Heat. Yeah, the Heat. Um, obviously, they won by five, but that's when you get into the free throw thing. But, like, right. Mark Williams is what we begged them to go get. We were like, go get a center who's competent and can work with LaMelo. You just need a guy that can set hard screens, exactly. roll to the basket, be a lob threat. That's what he is. He, you need a Clint Capella. Exactly. And they didn't go get him. Mm-hmm. We wanted everybody to trade for Clint Capella, or we wanted the Hornets to trade for Clint Capella. They didn't do it. They got a younger version and a cheaper version of Clint Capella and Mark Williams. And I think it's perfect for LaMelo. Exactly. I was talking to a high school kid at the Grizzlies game, Cole Ramsey. Shout out to him. And I was just bringing up, I was like, bro, did you see what Charlotte did Friday night? And he was like, no, I didn't see it. And I was just telling him all about it. I was like, Mark Williams is playing big minutes down the stretch. We linked after the game. And he was like, dude, Mark Williams just had 20 boards. I was like, dude, I'm so glad I said that to you earlier. 18 and 20 on 9 of 12 from the field. It's insane, bro. It's, it's insane. I'm so glad you brought so, that up, too. They've won four straight. Now. That's uh, Four you, straight. You're, you're, I'm ready. You Go ready? Ahead. Go ahead. We were talking, because we've talked probably three or four times. We both don't think LaMelo should say. Yes. Mark Williams is a good piece next to LaMelo. Yes. If you get one or two more pieces next to LaMelo, does it coerce him? To want to stay. We've obviously said he's going to stay because the bag is going to be the biggest in Charlotte for him. So, obviously, we think he's going to chase the bag. But I have something very interesting to say. All right, all right, all right. So, you remember Snapchat show Off Guard. I was writing a script for it today. I was looking up off-court situations. Miles Bridges said yesterday, Uh-oh. I may play for the Hornets in March. He pled no contest to the felony battery charge. He has no jail time. He does have probation, but he can still work. He may be coming back for the Hornets by the, by the season. He said March. This was his words. This wasn't the team or anything like that. He said, I could play for the Hornets in March. Is what That's he said. a team. Yep. So Miles Bridges was awesome last year. Yeah, like was. I don't know if y'all watched him, but he was 
different. And P.J. Washington's played really well this year. I know he's been banged up these last few games, but, I mean, he's been on a tear. And then you pair that with the evolving play of Mark Williams right now. I mean, that's four starters that can be a – I mean, I'm not saying this year, obviously, because they're a little far out, but that can be a playoff starting caliber team a few years down the road. Bro, for sure. If you just replace Gordon Hayward with someone who doesn't have glass for legs – Bro, shout out to you, too. You've been calling with the topics today. All the stats. No computer. I just want to shout out Cooper, man. <laughs> yeah, you've you've been fantastic. Probably should have charged the computer at work. No, today, but, but you're fine, bro. And you're still scrolling like dude. Shout out to you, bro. Been incredible today. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Of course. You know, I'm here for it. Stats. Anything else? I'm so glad you brought up the Hornets thing. No, I just I just saw Mark Williams do what he did and I'm like, wow. I mean, obviously you know I can actually this I just looked at the scores Go from ahead. the last few days. Have you seen the what could have been game winners? Or like game tying. Oh, shots? we do need to mention that. The Joel Embiid. And the Paul George. Did yes, you see that one? I saw both of them. Yes. Dude. Insanity. Jason Tatum hit a game yeah. winner. And then Which Joel was nasty Embiid. in itself. Shout out to Anthony Melton for getting water park rain on him. <laughs> the fact that it's two in the same weekend's crazy. Two full court shots. You know you and I both don't care that much about college basketball, but I don't know if you saw college basketball, but there was like five of them in college basketball. Shout like out to half Iowa. Court, like <laughs> shout out to Iowa, man. Best <laughs> they were down by fifteen or something like that. Best weekend in Iowa basketball history because the girls, girls hit, hit the game winner. Yeah. yeah. And then Memphis like Memphis women's hit the same game winner with point nine seconds. Exactly. Like the same exact shot and everything. And I'm pretty sure the men, did they have a game winner too, or did they had a big big They win? had a big win over yeah. Cincinnati. They were like kind of dog them and then they kind of yeah. faded mm. as typical Memphis basketball teams do. That's why I don't want Penny Hardaway to be the no, I was next Iowa. coach. Oh, Iowa was lo- losing. They were getting throttled by Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan and then they State, came like, back, choked. They tied it at the yeah. end of regulation. Yes, they, well, they were. They like, scored. They were down by ten with forty seconds yeah. left. Yeah, and yeah. what was crazier is the fact that they hit four straight or five, four or five straight threes, mm-hmm. and they literally like the ESPN guy that I was listening to because I just watched Sports Center because so, you know same. Saturday I yeah. was out all day, mm-hmm. um, and the dude was like. Iowa had made four threes leading up to this. And you just see them, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> all for the and culture, all, too. Oh, it was all for the culture. Oh, it was for the culture. Dude, and Keegan was, Murray's brother hit another one, and then they <laughs> I turned them. to the guy I was with. I was like, bro, that, that ever looks like Keegan Murray. And then they popped up the graphic. It said, like, whatever his Kyler, name is. Kyler, Chris Ky- Murray. Yeah, I don't know Chris, it was Chris Murray with the okay. K. I was like, yeah, it's got to be his brother. Yeah. <laughs> Wild weekend. Arizona State hit a half-court shot to beat Arizona at Arizona. Shut mean, up. Yeah, it was a crazy wild weekend. weekend. But Joel Embiid always making that, and then the uh, the Paul George. Paul George insane. one was wild because I thought it left his hand just yeah. ever so slightly early. But shout out to 76ers. Yes, because obviously we'll talk more about this on Chris Talk tomorrow. But like we were disappointed that we lost that game because we should have been two zero. We should. I'll, I'll say that after the All Star break, we should have been two zero. But it's the fact that 76ers have had to play, in my opinion, two of the top five teams mm-hmm. right out the All Star break. I yes. mean, you have. Grizzlies coming to your place, and then you have the Boston Celtics coming Absolutely. to your place, and you go one and one in that stretch, and you oh you could have been two and zero oh, because mm-hmm. I mean they had a lead, and then Jason Tatum and the actually it was more Jalen Brown took over, but that's impressive. Seventy Sixers showed me a a playoff atmosphere and b resiliency, and mm-hmm. that's honestly like because we were talking like we still think it's the two headed monster in Boston and Milwaukee, but Seventy Sixers. Show that they can, they they're right there. So mm-hmm. I think 76ers, obviously, that shot was more incredible than the finish, obviously, because they lost. But like, they're they're playing pretty hard right now, dude. Absolutely, just some housekeeping 
housekeeping things for now. Uh, you and I, we have a crazy week ahead of us just traveling everything. Shout out to Overtime going to the OTE finals uh, this weekend. Shout out to my boy Schnell there flying us out. Super excited for that. But because of that, unfortunately, we're going to ha- not be able to do live shows uh, outside of this one this week. So we're having pre-recorded. They're going to premiere at the same time. I'm going to be in chat chatting with you guys as well. So y'all be sure to tune in. Wednesday, Thursday, normal time. just going to be a premiere instead of a live show. So y'all, y'all be sure to prepare for that. Um, honestly, looking down at chat right now, got some uh, Grizzlies fans in here. Loving it, love it. Shout out T-Law, X. HX, Roni, and Chat. Um, any any answers or any questions you you see in there that you wanna you wanna answer, bro? Let's see, let's see. Oh, I earlier when I was ranting about Dame, somebody asked uh, what team do you want him to go to? Milwaukee Bucks. But then that would mean Actually, Javon no, Carter don't start. No, my bad, my bad. I think the Boston Celtics be a good fit. There's a myriad of teams. Russell Westbrook doesn't fit. The L.A. Clippers would be a good fit. You know where wouldn't be I'm a good not, fit? Because Mark Cube's an idiot. You don't need two point guards. Yeah, no. He, Dallas, Dallas, he would, would not, not fit. fit. Um, I think Miami Milwaukee, Heat. Milwaukee, Milwaukee or Miami is probably my two favorite. I like the Clippers. And that too. just gets them out of the West. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, want them out of the yeah. West. just get out. Miami would be good, bro. Um. Also, I did want to mention in the damn MVP thing that I brought up. Obviously, I don't think he is in the race. I think he's slowly but surely trying to tick away at some of the people. If his team was better, he'd be at the forefront. Exactly. But it also doesn't help when Nikola Jokic comes off of a 40-point triple-double in a big-time win over the – wasn't they the Clippers who they beat? Yeah. He got throttled by the Grizzlies, though. I do want to mention that. Glad – Glad they looked better last night. It was so comedic to me because the ESPN anchors, first take, whatever, they were all raving about Jokic this morning. And you can tell they only watch the national TV games. Yes. Because let me just say, Jokic was handcuffed on Saturday night against the Grizzlies uh, by, by their, their third-string center, yeah. Xavier Tillman. He played fantastic. Ace going to give it to you. He has been good against the – he's been good the past two games. I want to speak on the Grizzlies game just for a little bit. I know this isn't Grizz talk – we don't have just, to give all our thoughts. We can just yeah, but just being in the building, it was electric in there. The Grizzlies right, look like they're fine in the West. They beat <laughs> the number one team in the West by thirty Saturday yeah, night. Don't look at the, if you look at if you box score watching yes. that game, it's deceiving. We were up by thirty five. Yeah, Denver was absolutely abysmal in that game. Yeah, when our scrubs came in at the end of that game, it was yeah. I don't think we scored. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> I was like, bro, I'm turning this off. I was like, there's no need to watch this. Like, we literally beat the mess out of them, which is great. I mean, at the end of the day, we've heard nonstop, are y'all really fine in the West? You're fine in the West, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Bro, y'all say that after we lose to an Eastern Conference team. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter. Number one seed comes to town, we take care of business. And we not just take care of business, embarrass them. Yeah. Jokic did absolutely nothing. He was in handcuffs by Xavier Tillman, who's Telling normally you, playing in the G League. They have some serious problems defensively. Michael Nuggets Pete, too. Michael Porter Jr. was bad. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you a play that he made. I don't even know. I couldn't I, name you another guy. Doesn't look like $130 million to me. No. He doesn't look like that. No. I, I like Jamal Murray, did he play? I know, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like <laughs> Dylan Brooks handcuffed him. Like, yeah. We handcuffed him. Yes. And the ball is popping around. The Grizzlies... 
They do have the Lakers coming to town on Tuesday. You alluded to LeBron James not being able to play because of that right foot injury. So it looks like another dub for them. First game between the Lakers and Grizzlies since the Shannon Sharp incident. This is where we this is where we unleash the demons. <laughs> I hope Steven Adams shows up on the injury report. That's what I hope. They wouldn't have it out yet, would they? Yeah. By the way, just just one more time to clarify, we'll record Wednesday morning just so we can yeah. talk about the Lakers. Grizzlies. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to be able to watch that at Trivia tomorrow night. It's going to be lit. There's going to be a lot going on tomorrow. Yes. You know, we're going to have, have my the, Ole Miss baseball on, too. We're going to have to get there hella early, bro. Oh, I know, because there's going to be a Grizzly game, and it's going to be ridiculous. I'll actually uh, – what time are you getting there? Uh, TBD. We'll text tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Steven Adams is already listed as out for tomorrow. Can't oh, he is? Ago. Yeah. He is. Damn. Right knee PCL spot. Taking his time, ain't he? Why are they being – we'll talk about that tomorrow. Yeah, we'll talk about that Probably tomorrow. So yeah, but glad the Nuggets bounced back and Jokic bounced back. Made us look good. I was so excited to see them. I didn't see any of the Nuggets players play in the second half. No, they were bad. Yeah. I mean, I think it was like 82 to 52 at one point in the third quarter. Yeah. By the way, shout out to the Bulls. Pat Bev's first game. They uh, Who was it they beat? Was it the Nets, I believe? I think they beat. They were up by 50 at one point on the Nets. Oh, it was the Nets. Yeah, because yeah. you, you were like, is this real? Yeah. I <laughs> no, bro, that's 2K. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Pat Bev returned to Chicago, man. Can it make a difference? They won by, <laughs> they won by 44. Jesus. The Nets scored 87 points in this game. You know the Knicks have won five straight now? Really? Are you starting to believe in them? That Josh Hart, they haven't lost since that I, trade. I already like, said they're an easy playoff lock. I yeah. don't know. I think they're a second round, and then they're probably out. But, I mean, Madison Square Garden can get popping, and that, that fuels a lot. I, w- I can't wait because right now it potentially be the Cavs-Knicks first-round series. Ooh. Donovan Mitchell being from New York, a guy they targeted, tried to trade for, would not give up R.J. Barrett. If Donovan Mitchell sends the Knicks home, that's a storyline. If the Knicks do it vice versa, that's a storyline. I think oh, yeah. that series would be a good series. fun as hell. That'd probably be the best first-round series from the East because I think – yeah. Those top three. Bucks, Celtics, Sixers, they'll all take care of business. And if it's not a sweep, it's a gentleman's sweep. Like, it, it, those will be quick. I think Miami Heat go out in five, bro. I really do. If they make that. They've game. lost four in a row. Yeah, they're not good. Yeah. What uh, did uh, – what's his name play? Kevin Love is supposed to be a major factor for them. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, he started. You want to I did not I did not say he's a major factor. Just no, 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 no. Yeah, that's what Bleacher Report, report yeah, yeah. Uh, You want to hear the stat line? And I will do all of this stat line because this Please. is what they. This is what we like to call here at the Hampton Sports Podcast cardio. Shout out K Love. Twenty two minutes, oh of four from the field. All three of those being three, so oh of four from three. Eight rebounds, four assists, one steal, one block, two fouls, minus nine from the court. That's a lot of cardio. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of cardio. Oh for four from three. Wow. Mm. I did say he would help their three point percentage, so obviously I'm making fun of myself in this statement. But yeah, have they played more than one? Uh, no, I don't think they have. By the way, real quick, I will mention this because I'm seeing in chat. Hans Baseball is asking about the NFL draft, who's going to be the number one pick. What you sent me about Anthony Richardson's odds is ridiculous. Did you see the Bears that came out that Adam Schefter, they're shopping around that pick? All right. Like, seriously, it's for sale right now? Obviously, we'll talk about this when we get closer to the draft. But if if I'm the Bears, you lucked out by the Texans slipping. I would trade back with the Colts because they're they're a quarterback-needy team. And guess what? You hold the leverage. Yeah. They can jump the 
uh, Texans if they want. And the Texans can still end up with a good quarterback, I think. And I really never understood the Bears' storyline of should they Trade roll with Justin Fields. That's sh- yeah, wrong. should they move on from Justin Fields and get Bryce? I'm like, dude, what? No. Justin Fields has had nothing around him and still performed. And Justin Fields was one of the best quarterbacks in the na- like in the NFL this year. Exactly. Like, Obviously, you can say, yeah, he played like a running back. But at the end of the day, he still yeah. – he had to do it. Yeah. I mean, he couldn't catch the ball for his receivers, but he had to do everything else. Absolutely. And some- um, K-Love in his next game was three for nine from three. 13, he had a 13-point, 13 13-rebound 13 double-double, though. Well, he's got a sore left thumb, though. Oh, does he? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I it's almost like LeBron somewhere. having a sore body. Imagine. everything. Uh, another thing that people aren't mentioning that Hans Baseball mentioned, Bucks 14-game winning streak now. They still are winning. Yes. Even without has the honest played yet? No, bro. They keep winning. He didn't play yesterday and they, they beat the Suns. Obviously KD didn't play, but yeah. Booker and Paul were there, yeah. you know. I mean they're awesome. Yeah. Shout but out to the Bucks, fourteen games in a row. Shout out to uh the NFL talk because NFL Combine is this week. Yes. And my boy Jack knows I will be geeking out over that. Which player are you looking forward to most? By the way, I'm thinking about bringing the camera and stuff to Atlanta. Just like if you just like we're gonna pop it up one day, because like we're going to the the game game one of OTEs Friday and game and two Saturday. Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, it, this is gonna come off weird. I'm looking forward to the D linemen. This is how nerdy I am, y'all. Um, <laughs> Sorry. And this is just the way you said it. I'm looking forward to the D linemen. Well, like the reason I'm I say that is because uh, I want to see Jalen Carter. Mm-hmm. And Will Anderson, I want to see who's going to be that number one, like the first guy off the board, because yeah. that will depict Bears' movement. Because if your guy's still going to be there at four, well, why not? Like, I mean, you might as well. Because I do think if Jalen Carter's the guy they fall in love with, I think if they trade back with the Colts, Colts take a quarterback, Texas take a quarterback. I think Will Anderson's a perfect landing spot for the Cardinals after losing JJ Watt. You get a prime edge rusher if you use him correctly and then Jalen Carter who in my opinion is probably going to be the best guy in this draft that's what I think is coming at four so like I'm interested to see that and there's also some risers in the D lineman but obviously I'm rooting for my Ole Miss guys too so I want to see wide receivers and Jonathan Mingo yeah Jonathan Mingo see what he does because Malik Heath's also going to be there he's going to be a freak I saw a video of DK Metcalf's combine the other day Bro. Was pretty freaky I remember him watching crying that. on FaceTime. He won a, He ran a four three three and called his mom and started crying and stuff. It's crazy. I think the funniest thing was when uh, I think it was Marcus Spears. He goes, "God, you look like Batman out there running." <laughs> <laughs> but back to the Jalen Carter and um, Will Anderson thing. I'm biased about Will Anderson. Like start of the year, no doubt penciled in number one number pick. One. His value as the year went on fell off and fell off. Now I'm biased. I'm a Tennessee fan. He didn't do anything against yeah. Tennessee. And meanwhile, Georgia absolutely had their way. Their front line did. So I just I'm I'm rolling with Jalen Carter. I, I too am rolling with Jalen Carter. I do think Will Anderson hurt his value more or less, but I don't, I don't blame him for that. I kind of blame Bill O'Brien. I know a lot of Alabama fans were not happy with Bill O'Brien. I do think he misused him. Okay. I think it's one of those things if he gets into an offense similar – or not offense. If he gets into a defense similar to the way Michael Parsons got put in Dan Quinn's defense, yeah. ball, that's a game changer. Because at athlete. the end of the day, if Micah Parsons got put in any other defense, I don't know if they use him correctly. Yeah. Because um, you're going to use him at one or the other and not let him rotate between linebacker, inside linebacker, off-ball linebacker, defensive end. Like, I mean, Dan exactly. Quinn uses him as a chess piece. Yep. And that's what I think Will Anderson can be. I think he's obviously more of an edge rusher, not a 
drop back and cover the linebacker. But yeah, I think Bill O'Brien just used him wrong. I, that's a good point because Bill O'Brien, Kirby Smart, there's a lot of difference there. It's just a little bit uh, about the combine. We're getting more into that on Thursday. I can't wait because I haven't had like the full list of players. And so I can't. You know wait to me see enough to excited. know. I've already like figured oh, out what sure. times they start. When every like, and obviously mm-hmm. I'm ready for the quarterbacks because I want to go see Mayo, Love, and Will Levis go out there and look like a bum. I'm just um, excited for like our flight and everything. We'll uh, be able to like. It's gonna be. Uh, oh, I just downloaded one of my weekend. Spotify playlists for the flight. Love it, bro. Oh, and I'll teach you if you're bringing that laptop. I'll teach you how to download the Chris Vernon show. You can just like watch. Watch it on here. Yeah, that's oh. what I do. Because whenever I was texting from the airport, I downloaded that. So I was that's watching dope. it on the plane. Yeah. So. No, you'll definitely show me how to do that because I'll keep this charge. Short flight to Atlanta, bro. Yeah. We're super pumped. I've done it like what six times in the last uh, like, yeah. year. Since Even and you're gonna be going back there soon again. With yeah, your girlfriend. two weeks after we go, or three weeks. Yeah. We'll go the 26th, I think. Have we you, might be driving though. Have you talked to your uh, our boy Alex about trivia? No, I'll call him tonight. Right, I, t- right. I tried to text him to play Madden, and then he told me that. Uh, his his brother's dog, new dog, broke uh, Zach's Xbox, and so he his parents forced him. To How get does a dog back. break an Xbox? Bro, this dog's wild. It's like, Christian's dog. Like, like where was this Xbox at? Like, was it sitting on a ledge? So or? like, no, it's like they have like this little like. What am I? What am I blanking? It's like a little shelf. Yeah, yeah. but like it's. You can close the doors. They just never close the doors because there's so much cord coming out. And dog just went up in there and started clawing at an Xbox? Tough scene. That's what I... I I mean, obviously, I didn't see it happen, but like he was like, yeah, his parents forced him to give the PS5 back, so he was like, I won't be playing Madden for a while. Was it next-gen Xbox, too? I don't know that much. I think it was an Xbox One, but... Still. Even still, he had to give up a PS5, and I can't play Madden no more. I mean, I can play Madden, but... Yeah, yeah. It didn't matter. That's what happened anyways. You'd clap him in Madden anyways. Might as well. Might as well just sim it. (laughs) (laughs) Might as well just sim it. Let's get back to the NBA real quick. Uh, Bleacher Report came out with an article uh, with six NBA Finals matchups that they want to see or that, you know, you would want to see as a viewer. I'm going to have you rate these from 0 to 10. Chat, be sure to get involved with this. Rate these finals matchups from 0 to 10 and give me a prediction as well, Cooper. Uh, The first one would be the 76ers versus the Nuggets. Obviously, Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic. Yeah. I I would give it a 5. Me, like, having... I just don't want to watch bigs. I, I'm sorry. Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic are two of the best to ever do this. But just as far as a final series, there could be Bro, a lot is, better. This is a two or a three for me. When you, As soon as you said the 76ers, I was like, I'm worried who you're going to say next. And then you said the Nuggets. You hit it on the head. Like, I don't want to watch centers, but I also don't want to watch two of the greatest foul shooters yeah. be at the free throw line exactly. 40 times a game. Yeah. James, that's Joe Allen being James Harden. Yeah. James Harden versus Jamal Jamal Murray. That'd be interesting. But It'd be interesting, but, like, obviously, yeah. I don't, A, I don't think that's going to happen, so it's unrealistic in my mind. B, I just don't want to watch that. Like, yeah. I'll watch a regular season game. Like, I just mentioned, I, I talked for five minutes about how great the 76ers have been recently. It's like, but, that's yeah. because they're on TV. Them but. versus the Nuggets is not interesting. Now, yeah. 76ers Grizzlies we can get down with. Oh, I'd be down Anybody with versus Grizzlies we can get Anybody down with. Anybody versus Grizzlies. Yeah, for sure. Uh, seen a lot of six, 5.966. Six. Hans Baseball said zero, not fun to see. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of fives and sixes in that one. So. Yeah, that's mid. Yeah, let's get into the next one. Warrior Celtics, obviously, finals that's rematch. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, that's I loved great. it. Give me, that's, that's uh, a nine for me. Yeah. Actually, give me a 10. I'll go straight. eight. Because obviously we saw it last year, so I get bored of watching the same two teams play. So I was just, that knocks it just a hair. Okay. But that's still an incredible matchup. If we got that, I'd be ecstatic. Yeah, I'd watch four games. Me too. Seven. And people forget, bro. Celtics were up two one in that series last oh, yeah. year. Curry averaged thirty one seven and six. So and I then mean, they took off. <laughs> yeah, they did take off. Um, 
Tatum and Brown, they'd be looking for revenge. Now they got Bra- Malcolm Brogdon. I think it would. Thing. I think it would be a different series this go round. I do think that. Yeah, I think. I, I think it roles would be reversed. I think it'd be a seven game series. I think uh, Boston would have home f- home court advantage. So the seventh games in Boston. I think Boston could steal one. I do too. I think that could be Jason Tatum's first. And even if they didn't, bro, Curry gets a fifth ring, elevates him above LeBron James. Storylines there would make yes. that be incredible. Yes, exactly. Okay, got got three tens in the chat too. All right, I so that's it. what they want to see. Yeah, they that's don't what want they no want to see. In it. All right, I'm and, done. <laughs> LVJ is the king. Says zero point zero. I wonder why that would be. Because if Curry got his fifth ring and passed and past LeBron James, it'd be crazy. Oh, and he would do it in less tries or like. His uh, NBA Finals record would be a little bit better, too. Yeah, facts. Facts. Shout, uh, out, shout so, out LeBoom. <laughs> hey, shout out LeBron, man. Incredible comeback yesterday. Shout out LeBoom. Uh, Suns-Bucks is the third one. This is another Finals rematch, but Kevin Durant would be yeah. involved in this one. And as you know, you remember that like semifinal series between Giannis and KD? Like Durant averaged 35 and 10, Giannis 31 and 12. That wouldn't be fun. That'd be awesome. And, I'd probably... And it's a rematch. I'd probably put that at nine, uh, just because KD. If for those of y'all that forget, the last time he was in the finals, he was also yes insane. Um, last two times he's been Finals MVPs both yeah, times, and people forget that with the Warriors, man. He was the best player in the finals. That's a different version of two highlight guys, because like you get Devin Booker and KD on one side, um, who are can score from anywhere on the court and they're lethal, and then you get Giannis on the other side, who's a Defensive nightmare to try to match up with. But also, the storyline of Chris Paul getting his first ring. Yes. Um, I think that'd be an interesting one. So, I'll go nine. I'm going to go I'm gonna go ten on that one. I'm going to deduct the Warriors-Celtics just because of the same reason you did, just seeing the same thing. I'm going to say Warriors-Celtics nine, this one a ten for sure. Sebastian says ten. NBA highlight, a million out of ten, ten out of ten. A <laughs> getting, a, getting a lot of eights, got a nine in there. So, yeah, glad we're on the same page here, chat. Uh, let's get into the fourth one. Clippers Celtics, man. Clippers finally breaking through. Russell Westbrook gets to an NBA Finals. <laughs> Kawhi and Paul George finally, after four years, they get the breakthrough they're looking for. And when you look at the East, they—I I think Br just chose the Celtics. So Storyline wise, ten. Ten out of ten. Game wise, slow I'm, paced. Yeah, It'd be very that is slow a paced. Boring. Finals. I'm gonna say six for this one. Yeah, I'd probably go in that five six range. But storyline wise, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, Russell Westbrook gets to show he's like, "Hat Lakers, yeah. look at me." Probably beat the Lakers on the way to yeah, it. like yeah. that storyline wise, that one would be fun. But I guess as far as the game's concerned, I think that'd be. I mean, I don't know. We've never seen PG in a finals. We've seen Kawhi in a finals. I mean, mm-hmm. we saw how that went or how that goes. He's done it twice. Exactly. Um, so I guess that one could be fun, but I just I wouldn't be excited about it. Yeah, I, I I'd be mad about it. Yeah. Russell Westbrook thing's exciting as hell to me. Uh, for sure. This one, I really don't see. I think they just, BR just threw a fun one in here for the hell of it. But Mavericks Heat. I, I This one is my lowest. I'm going 0 no out of 10 here. No defense versus no offense. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, exactly. And I don't see the Mavericks, especially with the way they're playing right now, and the Miami Heat losers of four straight. Mavericks 1-3 and three with Luka and Kyrie on the floor. Don't see it happening. Zero That's because it's not realistic. Zero. That's a two thumbs down. Exactly. Clippers, Man. Celtics, 7. I saw 2 out of 10 for – yeah, Mavericks Heat. Yeah, I agree. There wasn't a Grizzlies one in here. I was going to say, they didn't put a Grizz. Now, in the final ones, Nuggets, Bucks, I'm giving that a 2. Yeah, I think the I think the Bucks would anything run with away the Nuggets with to me is boring. They would run away I'm with sorry. that. The Nuggets Bucks are an incredible team, but I promise you, 
that's going to be my team. I'm putting my foot in the mud. Warriors, I just did it out of spite. It's fun to mess with Warriors fans last year. But yeah. anyways, I firmly believe I'd be absolutely enthralled if they made it to the final. Or not enthralled, but shocked. I'd be shocked I just if don't they see it happening because Jokic defensively is not good. No, the, them defensively as a team is not good. And it's also one of those things that they can show up any night and be stellar offensively, but they're going to have to be stellar offensively every night in the playoffs just to win. That's exactly the right, Because, I mean, you saw them last night. Jokic had a 40-point triple-double, and they only won the game mm-hmm. not that much. Yep. I mean, Paul, uh, you're a fingertip away from Paul George nailing that uh, three-quarters court shot and you losing. I agree. I agree. Just let's throw a Grizzlies one in there. Why don't we? Grizzlies Celtics. I think that's the one that'd be the most that, fun yeah, if Memphis was involved. We saw that game a couple weeks back. I think that's the best matchup. Grizzlies play really well against Milwaukee. I think the Celtics they have a ton of problems with. And storyline wise, the Grizzlies have not won in Boston since what did I tell you the twenty. 20- 13 yes, season? Exactly. I, I might have that season wrong, but we have not won there in like the last 16 tries. Mm-hmm. Like, it's bad. Yeah. And so, like, there's a storyline there because obviously you'd be the underseed, so you'd have to win at least one. And two incredible defensive teams that can give up points, but Jaron Jackson's probably going to be defensive player of the year. Celtics, we know how they defend one through five, oh, bro. Yeah. John Morant, a emerging superstar, same with Jason Tatum. Uh, that'd be a fun series. And that's a team that. That's one team that shoots through very well, and the other team that has to go to the paint to get their scoring. So, like, there's there's a lot of mismatch problems there with that thing. I think if I had to pick a Grizzly series, that one would probably be the most exciting. But obviously, I'm not going to knock it if Bucks are there. I think exactly. I think those would be the top two that I'd like to see us play. Exactly. Um, those are the two most likely. I think. And I think those would be the two most challenging. Like, obviously, I don't want to just go steamroll somebody because yeah. I do believe that if we played anybody else. It'd probably if Jaws in the finals, it's entertaining. When you saw the Grizzlies 76ers game. Exactly. Right? Shout out to uh, Spider Prize. He's a good Grizzlies Cavs would be crazy. Young teams with young stars. That'd be fun as hell. It's almost like I said that was the dark horse pick at the beginning of the year. Y'all can go back like six months when we when I said that. But like I did say Grizzlies Cavs would be one of the most electric it young w- core finals. I was like, I don't think it's probable because obviously you're banking on two. This was prior it's Cavs to Cavs going uh, through the Bucks, yeah. Celtics, and and that was prior to uh, the Donovan Mitchell trade. So I was like, "That's two. You're banking on two very, very young cores. Mm-hmm. Everything has to go right in the playoffs to get to the finals. That'd be like two young cores, like everything going perfect. Exactly. <laughs> but that one would be super fun, especially with Donovan Mitchell now, because especially seeing as the last time we played Donovan Mitchell, uh, it was rough. Yeah, our boy DB out here going for low blows. It was fighting like Jake Paul. It was rough. Did you watch that fight last sure. night? Uh, no, I did not. We can talk about that Jake Paul one. I know did you, you just watched scr- that stuff. Like the script that got released, I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was funny, but I don't think it was like real. Obviously, after looking real. at it, but yeah, Jake Paul did uh, have his first loss to Tommy Fury. Man, he blamed it on Drake. Drake uh, bet thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars on Drake Paul and lost it all. Drake I, just know you, I just know you like watching all that stuff. So I did. I like if I was if it was like a night fight and it wasn't in Saudi Arabia. If it was like Saturday night and I wasn't at the Grizzlies game, obviously I would have watched it. But other than that, I, like I'll, the only fights I've really watched is McGregor, which he's going to be fighting later this year. I, I definitely and you love your boy Javante Davis and Javante Davis. He, I will watch his fight with Ryan Garcia, who's like a he's like a viral dude. Have you ever seen the guy like punching air like fast? You can't see his hands. Mm-mm. Okay, well, anyways, I'll have to show you. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's good. Ryan you got to train me in this. I'll train you in baseball if you train me in this. <laughs> I'm not a big fighting fan, but I just <laughs> see this shit on my TL. <laughs> but, yeah, those are the two guys I watch for sure. But, yeah, it's unfortunate Jake Paul, man. No, I don't care. I love when Jake Paul loses. I bet you do. I didn't know he was undefeated. Is he that good? 
Dude, he didn't fight boxers. He fought MMA guys that like MMA guys that specialized in grappling and wrestling with a wrestling background. So they weren't and they put gloves and like straight up box. So like MMA guys like for example, McGregor a guy gets a ton of knockouts. He's a, you know, stand up. He wants to stand you up. But grappling guys like um I, there's there's just like People that have won national championships in wrestling, they're not typically go MMA. Yeah, exactly. They're not gonna. They're not boxers. He was fighting like forty-year-old like MMA guys. Oh, yeah. so yeah, it was a deceiving undefeated. Yeah, exactly. It's deceiving you. undefeated for sure. You. But yeah, I had to. I'm glad we mentioned the Jake Paul thing. Uh, what else is there in chat? I did see uh, CTS went to the Grizzlies game. I was there too. It was lit as hell. I can't wait for you and I go. To oh go no, together. we haven't been in a while. Because bro, like the, the thing, I was like, I didn't expect anybody to recognize like me or anything else, but it was like. I thought about it because you and I, the last time we went, I think we were at like 70K. Yeah. And we are like close to 140 on TikTok. So almost double the growth. I was like, oh, that makes sense. And, oh, yeah. And it's wild. We're almost yeah. at 120. Oh, yeah. yeah. 120 on I YouTube, too. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It, it, it's was, it was lit, though. Appreciate uh, y'all. Yeah. Appreciate y'all so much. Um, Let's see. I saw somebody ask about the Warriors earlier, uh, what we thought about the Warriors. They did. Clay Thompson went crazy this weekend, huh? I saw. I saw Clay that Thompson double dribble crazy. that he had. <laughs> I believe he had a game of 12 threes Friday night, yeah. and then yesterday they've won two straight now. He had another big-time performance. Do you know what I'm talking about, by the way? Clay Thompson is keeping them going. No, I did not. Did you not see that play? So, like, they, they throw him an outlet pass, and he catches it and then drops it like he's mm-hmm. dribble, and then he picks it up, pump face, and then dribbles around the dude. They're all sitting there like, they're all like, what mm. just happened? And they fouled him hard, but yeah. I don't remember what game it was in. But uh, yeah, he's he had twelve games or twelve threes against the Rockets. He literally only shot threes, basically. Yeah, for forty two points. But outside of the Rockets, they they did have a good win. Who was it? Where he had? No, it was twelve threes against the Rockets. Who they beat last night? It beat the Timberwolves last night. Yeah, they yeah, picked three games coming out of the All Star break already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Timberwolves for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Spider Prods asks, who's a better all-time scorer, Melo or KD? I'm going to go KD. Yeah, Melo was KD. A, an amazing scorer, but KD, anywhere, bro. KD's different. Anywhere. Like, yeah, I, it's, a, it's kind of a knock on Melo to even have to be compared to KD. <laughs> like, Melo was different in his own way. I do believe Melo should have won Rookie of the Year the year that LeBron won Rookie of the Year. But um, I'm probably in a – field of my own on that but Melo was freaky freaky yeah he, he was but just to compare him to Kevin Durant's hard it is hard because Kevin Durant's Kevin Durant like yeah absolutely you can't knock Kevin Durant <laughs> can't do that for sure um let's this is a part of the podcast we let chat run uh the show so we probably got about seven minutes left here so chat make sure to get in your question we'll try to answer it Rex Moore asks his job better than De'Aaron Fox absolutely yeah absolutely not even I close. love Swiper though yeah we do love Swiper Kings keep on winning bro dude they're they're I'm hot. worried. Hot. I'm that, worried. We got to mention that 176-175 game on Friday night, bro. Yeah. Because when you told me that you were super excited about Russ, obviously I missed part of it. And then I looked on my phone before I go to bed, and I'm like, they're going to a double overtime? <laughs> and I looked down, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. my word. And I saw that Russ played a high, but he had like yeah. six turnovers. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, that might not be a good thing if y'all lose, and then they lost. It was just – I only watched the first quarter because I just wanted to see Russ minutes, and then I was – I'm an old man. I was going to go to bed. And I did do that. And I woke up the next morning in a frenzy because like, what the hell? Dude, at the end of regulation, it was 153 to 150. And the – I think it was – 
The Clippers chose not to foul Malik Monk because he had 45 in this one, hit a three to send it to overtime, and then it went into double overtime, obviously. Darren Fox and uh, Malik Monk combined for 89, I believe, which was insane. Monk was different. Yeah. PG and Kawhi played well, but Russ was not bad either, but the turnovers, yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. No, I mean, it's going to be a thing. If they start losing, they're going to obviously – it's going to be Russ's fault. <laughs> yeah. Because that's just how it's going to go. But hopefully they start kind of gelling together. Because, I, obviously, I'm kind of rooting for us. Because, at the end of the day, anything that makes fun of the Lakers, you know I'm there for. I absolutely agree. Prime Kyrie or Prime Allen Iverson? Okay. Asked. I'm going to say Prime AI just because AI by himself with a team on Eric Snow next to him, drug his team to a finals, and even got a game from Shaq and Kobe. I don't think Kyrie could do it by himself. Yeah, I don't think he could either. Kyrie's also crazy off court, so I'd go AI 10 times out of 10. Exactly. Hans Baseball asked one of our favorite questions, bro. What do y'all think on Trey and his situation with the Hawks? We got to we got to talk about Quinn Snyder. Snyder yeah. did just get hired for the Atlanta Hawks, shocking. bro. I'm shocked. It was absolutely shocking. And Trey Young, you and I feel that he got um, Nate, McMillan. Nate McMillan fired, bro, yeah. because he obviously took a private jet in the playoffs last year. Not only that, he skipped a game this year because they got in a disagreement. And Nate McMillan threatened to retire in December because his relationship was so bad with Trey. Now McMillan's out of there. They get Quinn Snyder. What do you think it's going to work out? I don't think it's going to work out. You're he had getting... a game winner yesterday. <sighs> the ugliest game winner. Who they seen. beat? The Nets. Oh, my gosh. The yeah. Nets that scored 80 points against the Bulls. I'm mean, That doesn't – Yeah. Quinn Snyder is a defensive guy, and he couldn't do it with Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, who I think is significantly better than anybody he's got on this team. Mm-hmm. That's including Trey Young. I do like the young pieces they have, and A.J. Griffin and DeAndre Hunter. I like those guys a lot, but this team's just not really constructed correct. Yeah. Correctly, that's I should that's say. That's exactly right. I agree. I don't think the Hawks is gonna, not going to change anything for me, even though they've won two straight. This season, I'm not going to judge Snyder at all. We'll see how it goes in the next season. It was, I will give the Hawks credit, it's the best guy on the market right now. I get why they did it now, because in the offseason, there'd be several offers he would have. They sign him up now. He's a great culture builder. Donovan Mitchell did take Trey Young aside uh, two games ago and say that, hey, like Quinn Snyder, he's going to be rough on you. He's going to be good for you, though. So. No, he needs that. Trey Young needs exactly. to understand that you're like, you can't be a primo exactly. and expect to win championships. But Don is open to that. I don't know if Trey is. Yeah, I can I see know. them going to too. I mean, exactly. we're going to. Exactly. We're going to catch on real quick to how that dynamic's going to go. Absolutely, bro. Uh, Dre 2K Clips said, how likely is it for the Grizzlies to make the conference finals? Give me a percentage. How confident in you? 85%. Okay. I'm pretty – I think we can make it out of the second round. I think the playoffs are probably going to shape up pretty well for us yeah. and, like, matchup-wise for us. And so I do believe that we can make it to the conference finals. I see that. Is that I, the, that's not the first time. We've done right that. now, I believe it'd be us and Dallas first round. I do – I, think I believe in now. that. Golden State sneaks in that sixth seed. I get really scared yeah, about the first yeah. round. I get really, really scared. But if they don't, second round, you're looking at the Kings, possibly. I, th- I feel good with that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say 60% just because of that Golden State thing. Yeah, I hope Golden State's playing team and accidentally, like, chokes in their playing game. <laughs> <laughs> I do That's too. the one team I, I just absolutely, don't hey, want to play. They choked in the play-in before. Oh, they choked in the play-in play before, I will yeah. say. Against X, going to give it to you. X, going to give it to you. My boy. Spaz Tracks, can Tennessee football beat Alabama this year? They can beat no. them every year. No. Yeah, they can, bro. No. Yeah. Actually, is Alabama even got a quarterback? Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously they do. I honestly don't even know who Alabama's quarterback is. LaMelo or AD, Danielle ask. LaMelo or AD? Yeah. I'd probably take LaMelo. 
I'm riding with Lamelo too. Yeah. Yeah. Younger. I don't want street clothes. Yeah. Street clothes. Did you see Brandon Miller had another great game? Did you see what he did in his intro? Yeah. <laughs> As you don't obviously, know, we're not joking about it. Like, obviously, yeah. if you know what we're Brandon Miller, about. he should not be playing basketball, bro. Like, he should not. I don't get it. He I, literally gave a murder weapon to a guy that committed capital murder. I'm going to be honest with you, and I don't remember everything that he said, but Gary Parrish, who's now a part of Grind City Media, he went on Chris Vernon's show on last Friday's podcast, and he laid it out for you. And I was under the impression that Brandon Miller had no clue like what was going on. Dude, this is way worse than anything that I ever Horrible. thought of. Like, the fact that he's playing is insane. Like Gary Parrish said on that show, if he he's averaged, not the number, yeah, if he if, averages three points, well, if he averages three points instead of eighteen, he's not playing basketball right now. Well, I'm gonna put it to you this way. Um, I don't know if I said this off air to you or I said it on air when we were talking about this the first time, but Ole Miss had a basketball player, Malik Ewan, four star freshman center. He had only played like four games, but he was clearly one of the better guys on our team. Like, because for some reason, Ole Miss just doesn't know how to find a center. But he was really good. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he wasn't playing, and everybody's sitting there asking questions like on Ole Miss sta- uh, site websites and stuff. And they're like, "Why is he not playing?" And it said there's a investigation going on. Mm-hmm. And honestly, there was not much said. But he, as far as I know, he was in the car with someone who hit someone and they killed someone. Yeah. So it was vehicular homicide and stuff like that. I don't think anything they were impaired or anything like that. But he hasn't played since. That's not. And he was the passenger. Exactly. He wasn't. He didn't drive the car. He didn't bring a weapon to the car. Like he didn't do anything. He was just sitting in a car. Brandon. And he has been sat out since game five of the exactly. year. Exactly. Brandon Miller brings a murder weapon. He got a text. Bring my heat. Bro drives. And the fact that I don't. I didn't even know that he was still there when it happened. He got two gunshots to his windshield. Yeah, he was right there. There bro. was way more to that story it's, than. It was seconds later. Yes. A 23-year-old mother is dead now. I, I don't over, know. And they had never met her. They had never met her. They he, were upset because they got shut down. Exactly. It's wild. Exactly. But Brandon Miller is an incredible basketball player. Like, keep the fact that he can yeah, he's incredible. compartmentalize yeah. what's going on in personal life versus basketball He either basketball has no wild. soul or just... Yeah. Or the man truly believes yeah. he's, he yeah. has nothing to fear. Exactly. <laughs> Which, I mean, he might. Crazy, wild. Bro. I'm glad we touched on that, and I'm glad you brought up the Gary Parish. Yes, that was go, a great show. I obviously don't give every detail, but go watch Chris Vernon's show on Friday. It's like that right after their break part. To it's only like 20 minutes, but Gary Parish gives you every detail you need to know. Exactly. Hans baseball. He said best player in East and West. Ooh, East right now. I'm still going Giannis. Uh, see, I was gonna say Jason Tatum, then I remembered Giannis is there. West. I'm either going Luca or Kevin Durant. I'm gonna go Jason Tatum. I'm just yeah. just for argument's sake. I'm gonna go Jason Tatum. What he's doing at the age he's doing it is wild. The man's already been to numerous conference finals, exactly. <laughs> and every year that he's been there, like he's insane. Um, West, you said Luca. Uh, yeah, I said Luca or Kevin Durant. I think Kyrie Irving hurts Luca's value now. I think it does too, but I think um, just like player wise, I think Luca's still one of the best in the world. Player wise, I mean, John Morant. Okay. You know, you ain't got to tell him twice. I'm not going to argue with it. John Moran is one of the <laughs> best way, players in the world. By the way, another shout out to Cooper. He's the one who bought me this. I did. Shout out to you. Merry Christmas. Appreciate also, it. Also, ooh. Go ahead. Speaking of John Moran. Go ahead. We were obviously upset as Grizzly fans of how the All-Star game went. Did you happen to read what Bam said? I did see said? your text. I did not see what Bam said. Bam, I didn't see the interview or who he was interviewing with, so I apologize if you somehow watch our podcast. 
Oh man, I did not give you a shout out. I did not read that much into it. I just saw what he said. He his words on how to fix the All Star game. You do a one on one tournament, All Star versus All Star tournament bracket, one on one. Obviously, they'd probably play to like eleven or something like that. Right. I, in my opinion, that sounds dope. Like if you want to do it blacktop, I think that's dope because everybody loves the way the Rising Star game is, where it's the four teams uh, put together and then it's a little tournament. To a certain number. Mm-hmm. I think doing like a three-on-three tournament would be dope. Absolutely. I don't know how they would do that. Obviously, they would botch the drafting of it. Uh, but I think a one-on-one style, like, because at the end of the day, that's all they care about is just the showiness of this game. I, I think one-on-one would be difficult to do. But I think a three-on-three, like, blacktop style game, that would be fun. I just, I don't know. The three-on-three maybe, but I don't know. One on one, I don't, I don't think. One on one wouldn't work just yeah. based on who you get in the All Star game because you still if three you would have three. to do if you do one on one, it have to be positionless All Stars. Yeah, and we just want to see like faking the effort, bro. The Rising Stars thing was good. I thought that was fun Friday night. Just I don't know if it's incentive, but it, it at the end of the day, good. it's the leaders of the league. Yeah, and I promise you, if if Kobe Bryant was still playing basketball, he'd go out there and still. Play. Oh, you know, like, yeah, you need, you need guys like Jason Tatum. You and I had the argument about John. You need the young stars to come out and play well. And LeBron James has not set a good precedent for that. No, unfortunately, and you can go hear Stephen A. Smith tell you how LeBron ruined the dunk contest for everybody. Exactly, except for Matt McClung <laughs> for the culture. Um, are Booker and KD going to be good together? Scoring wise, yeah. Shout out, chat. Because at the end of the day, both of those guys can function off ball, and both of those guys can function with the ball in their hand. I, I think, think I think that's an easy. I think it's gonna be seamless. Yeah. I don't know about defense though. I really do. I think it's still gonna be Mikel Bridges losing your best defenders. Yeah. Who's gonna be? I think a, that's gonna be a bigger issue come playoff time. Who's gonna be on the other team's best player now? And Jay Crowder's out too. Like yeah, like who's guarding John Morant? Exactly. Like I love Chris Paul, but that man is forty-five years old. Like he's not guarding John Morant. And exactly. You're not putting Devin Booker on him. We'll end it on this. Hans Baseball asks. This is an easy question. Who's the best defender in the lead? Jaron Jackson Jr. Trip Jaron Jackson Jr. We're gonna end the pod from now on like this. We're gonna give a song recommendation because you know music is a part of the shorts and the TikToks and stuff. So just off dome, give me a song recommendation, Coop. Uh, give me the title and the artist. I, I'm gonna be looking for mine. And chat, you be sure to comment your favorite song and your favorite artist as well, or like just what you're listening to right now because I need some recommendations as well. Did you ever listen to that Dove Cameron uh, clean song? I did not. That's called, Say it. So that one's called uh, If We Go Down. Or We Go Down Together is actually what it's called. But it's Dove, Cameron, and Khalid. That song's fire. Like, gets you in your feels. Um, what song did I hear this week that I really liked? You can, go, you can roll with the Khalid one. You've been talking about that one. Oh, I've been talking about that one for yeah, a while. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Band Camino. They dropped another song that I liked. It was called Told You So. Shout out, Band Camino. I shot them out because I know them. Or I know one of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Bro, Chris alum, bro. What's I'm, I'm going to say My All by Polo G. Good song. My All? Yeah. My All by Polo G. And I like Polo G. Shot of Flow Remax and Ali Choppa. Over the Top by Smiley. Kodak Black dropped a new album. Her Lost album's amazing. Love that. Look at chat. Is that, if you want to look at it. Yeah, I see it. Her last album is fire. Uh, Key Glock came out with Glaucoma too. I'm not a big Key Glock guy, but I'm not a big Key Glock guy either. But I didn't know. I know you know more rap than I do. Yeah, it can be anything. I was listening to Khalid today. 
You know, I love me some Kaleem. Shout out to Kaleem, bro. And some Wonder Public. I did, dude, Lee and I on the way to church on Sunday, we did throw it back to some old Toby Mac. Do you uh, remember Made for Love? Or yeah. Burn for Love or something yeah. like that? That song was fire. Love 2008. <laughs> By the way, did you see, uh, so those of you who don't know, there's a music fest called Bill Street Music Fest. Oh, did it drop? Yeah, and then, bro. It's bad. Yeah, it's rough. I'm going to you, I'm gonna let you look <laughs> at it. To me. All right, so these are the headliners. The Lumineers, which is good. Right? That's fine. I'd listen to them. But that's that's the only headliner I like. Oh, no. Greta Van Fleet, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Greta Van Fleet? Yeah. Oh, dude. They're fire. There are three brothers that are like shred. They're incredible. Hardy. Who? Hardy. He's a he's a country guy. No. AJR, 311, Glorilla. <laughs> Memphis. Yeah, Gary Clark. I'm, Those are the headliners. You name three that I know. <laughs> and Lumineers, like I know two songs by them. Lumineers, I know one song. Greta Van Fleet, I know like four songs. Bro, and usually Moneybag is a pencil in, like he glocks a pencil in. No. Earth, Wind, Fire, I might know the most song. Got any yeah, except... Sep- they're going to be September, playing September. Everybody's going to be vibing. Yeah. <laughs> Memphis Rappers, it wasn't Key Glock. It wasn't Moneybag Yo. It what was like the- Big Boogie and Finesse Two Times. It's unfortunate. Sorry, I'm grabbing your phone. The Roots? Like, as in... Oh, that's... The- I know who The Roots are. Bro, they went from having Lil Wayne headline this... To this. Yeah, bro. Who the mess is Toadies? Bro, they used to have, like, Counting Crows, all these classic good bands. They have had Dave Matthews, like, all these solid Bro, bands. Bro, they had, I don't know if y'all heard us talking about it last time, but they had a year where it was literally Khalid, One Republic, yes. uh, um, Killers, like, I think uh, yeah. Lil Dicky was there. Bro, like, one night, one night in a row on one stage was Block Boy, Lil Dicky, then Khalid. Perfect. Wild. Yes. Wild. And then the year before that, Post Malone was there. Yeah, exactly. And now you go to this. And now you go to that. I've never that been so rough. disappointing, bro. I hope they put like the Lumineers, Greta Van Fleet, and Earth, Wind, and Fire on the same night, so I just pay for one night. I'll still go with you. I would go to that. Okay. That I'll, night. I'll go. It'll probably be Sunday. I'll still go with you, bro. I'd go, I'd go listen to Earth, Wind, Fire. I just like, right, if I'm being honest. Bro, I like the atmosphere. I throw on a jersey. It's downtown, on the river, Memphis skyline there. That's... Bro, that's the same thing with skiing, the atmosphere. You okay. throw on a jersey, yeah, you but go down the slope. It's not dog. zero degrees. Bro, it's May. when I tell you, you are wearing so much clothes that you're hot. Bro. And then you hot in a hot tub after, bro. Bro, I will go. You're going to go skiing with me. Okay. It, it, depending familiar. on finances, maybe. I'm talking it's going to be this. my bachelor party. You can't get out of that. Okay. Like if it's your bachelor party, I'm going. Okay. <laughs> if it's your bachelor party, I'm going. Fair. Fair. Actually, Connor. But does. Music Fest, bro, it's a vibe. Give me a drink. Give me a John Morant retro jersey. I'm chilling. I don't care who's on stage. We do have friends with lake houses, though, so we might just go to the lake and chill. For I would love party. that more than anything. But I love you. Know lake. me enough to know I'd rather sit there playing cards and like playing video games or like watching sports and like chilling at a lake. Like that'd oh. be way going jet out, skis, jet ski, yes, bro, like that'd that be way more be my speed. Tough. That's the only things that like I'm not a beach guy. I'm a lake guy. Yeah, through if I had to pick, I, just, I burn so fast, and like ninety nine percent of the time when I go to the beach is just my family, and like nobody's sitting there throwing yeah. the football with me, nobody's sitting there throwing the baseball yeah, I come with to the me. Beach with Spike us, ball, bro. like you come to the beach with us, you'll turn into a beach. We're not beach people either, but like me and my friends, we just get like an Airbnb, get a football out there, get a I have a spike big ball speaker, yeah, get a like, get a spike ball. It's fun when I go with people that yeah. are like like minded like me, because yeah. me and my dad sit there and we're like, bro, we can Same, only stand here bro. for thirty going, minutes. If like, I was going, I love my parents, bro. If I was going to the beach with them, nah, no, it ain't it. Like I tell like. Like when me and my dad go to the beach, like on, because typically we go to the beach like one or two days, and then we go somewhere else. Like it's yeah. just a pit stop. Mm-hmm. Me and my dad chill at the pool more than we chill at the beach. Yeah, 
Exactly. Like, I'm the same I'm way. Not that type and of the person. sand, yeah, too. Uh, yeah, the sand, too. Yeah, for sure. Well, we'll change that, though. But the lake, I like that idea like a lot lake. better. Yeah. Lake's, lake's undefeated, for sure. Lake is undefeated. All right, well, let's end the stream hour in 10 minutes in. Shout out to Russ. Shout out to all of you that showed love at the Grizz game this weekend. And honestly, shout out to you, Cooper. You did a fantastic job today. Without the computer, Without man the was computer. thugging, absolutely thugging. Here, you know, yeah, <laughs> here for it, bro. Live for this. As we said, we are going to Atlanta uh, with overtime to go to OTE's finals, so it won't be live shows Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday and Thursday, they're going to be the same time. It's just going to be in the form of premiere. I'm going to be in chat, so be sure to tune into those and, and chat with us. Then, Cooper, 